The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Got that base, got that base, 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 base. And we're off. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. This guy does it for a living, so he must really enjoy being in the kitchen uh, from Quick Trip. Developer. What? Yeah, well, and you're right. It's a good thing that uh, you do. Thank you very much, Jim Bressy, for uh, joining us in the studio. Uh, good to have you. Glad to have you. Absolutely. So how the heck are you? Okay, wait a minute. I can't, uh, I can't, uh, it's plugged in, isn't it? Plugged in right there? Yeah, it is plugged in. By mistake. Oh, there. Okay, no, I don't know. Maybe you did, but it's back. You're back. I can work my way around a kitchen, but not a kitchen studio. <laughs> <laughs> a pretend studio. Yeah, it's just radio. It's a kitchen. It's no, a radio good, kitchen. Mike. Thanks for asking. Yeah, and uh, it's good to be back here and actually get back in the studio. We yeah, boy, I like that. Six or eight weeks ago, which was nice, um, you know, for the first time. But, yeah, we uh, still uh, doing our thing. KT, man, you know, yeah. we, got, uh, we have our new um, take-home meal facility up and running, and um, we're just doing uh, as much as we possibly can to, uh, you know, get out products that people are going right. to enjoy and make their lives a little bit easier. Will you continue to have room for new stuff, or do you add new stuff at this end while you're taking old stuff off the menu at the other end? Um, we always need to kind of monitor yeah. that, but we have room to add right now. Do you? Um, yeah, was, we were just talking about that uh, the other day. So um, we're in good shape. We just want to find the right um, menu balance or menu mix. Sure, people, sure. You know, and. Uh, right now we offer about 12 different meals, and we think we could, you know, offer between 16 and Oh, and the take-home thing, 12 different? Yeah, yeah, right now. But uh, we have yeah. a bunch in the pipeline, and um, they'll start coming out here uh, at the end of May and, and June. And when they do, and depending on how well they're received, you know, maybe something does drop off, you know, that is less yeah. received. You know, have you, do you recall off the top of your head? I can't. I can't recall anything. That I ever tasted and thought, man, this is going to bomb. This is, oh. <laughs> you know. No, and and bomb, to you, bomb to me is I have four people at the table and three of them said, I don't like this. That's a bomb. For you Quick know, Trip, you got to, because you're making a million meals. If you don't sell them all, you know, you. Yeah, it's a no, numbers we, game we, for we you. Watch, yeah, exactly. And the retail stores do an amazing job because they always have the ability to sample products, you know. Oh, so sure. They think that, hey, you know, really – you know, you should try this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to pretend. And, and the other, the only other thing I'd say about that, Mike, is that um, uh, I've never had anything like a real bomb. You know, where people yeah. said, "Oh, that's horrible, oh. horrible." But um, you put out something that um, you think is going to have great appeal, and mm -hmm. it just doesn't sell. Yeah. And I'll give you, a, for instance, we had um, a really nice lemon pepper cooked chicken breast with uh, broccoli and a rice pilaf. Oh, and it was very healthy. Mm -hmm. Number one, it didn't have much fat in it at all. It had great appeal, um, and it tasted great. But after a little while, it waned in sales, and, you know, when sales get to a point where they're below, um, you know, basically 
Sure, whatever that number is. Yeah. Well, that and do you do you number. consider uh, uh, changing it up a little bit, to trying yeah. to make you know yeah. adding three, three. cheese sauce or you know <laughs> yeah. I don't know doing something? Well, you know, it's almost like you get this thing and it and it works. Some of the components work and some don't. So yeah, you, you do see them in other iterations. Like um, there is going to be a teriyaki grilled chicken coming awesome. out with uh, with um, uh, like a, a brown rice and snow peas. So oh, okay, almost, so you so you decide. <laughs> let's see the broccoli. The, that's what yeah, people didn't like. Or maybe it was the sauce. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it lacked a sauce. So it's coming Something. back, but in a different form. So. Well, if you ever decide that you'll add numbers to your guinea pig crew, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of volunteers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I remember Me it was too. fun in the very beginning. Um, we made up these kits for the uh, coworkers, and probably over two hundred kits, and we <sighs> gave them, um, you know, a little bit of chicken and fettuccine we gave them some you know broccoli and chicken we gave them you know sure. lasagna and sent them home with a survey and that's before we were up and running that's what we were doing was pulling our testing all this sure you know so we have a built-in uh focus group you know so to speak. awesome so but then we also did do focus groups and those are fascinating um just you know the sociology and just in general oh, is, yeah. is fun but uh to watch but we have a a, a professor uh from uw whitewater who's an expert in these things, and he guides these people through. They sit him down. We actually... Um, he's an expert you know, focus grouper? Yeah, or? Oh, yeah. Okay. he's a PhD yeah. in marketing research and oh, awesome. a professor up there, but uh, does a wonderful job and has had a long career with Quick Trip as a consultant. But um, he um, basically will walk that whole group through, and then he'll follow a question thread. And if one question is answered this way, he goes a different way. And if, it, oh. if, if they answer, he probes there. Oh, why is it that maybe you don't think that that sits right, you know, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And you get this uh, quantitative and qualitative uh, the results, analysis, yeah. yeah which is quite so the answer to why do you think they did that? He's got the answers. It's not a matter of gosh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and they use methodology, you know, and they have uh, substantive, substantive um, kind of grouping that they can work from you know, awesome. of, of answers. So Where does he get his guinea? I mean, <laughs> we focus groupers. Generally from our loyalty programs. Hey, I'm loyal. I know you are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your name came up at a store this morning. It as, did. As a matter of fact, oh. yeah, one of the guys Uh-oh. said, are you, are you buying these to take on the show? She must have known it was coming. Said, oh. <laughs> and, what show? The other one asked. And they said, oh, you know, the guy Mike Hayes, he comes in here all that. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Because, uh, you know, they must I, recognize your voice, Mike. Maybe. I'm sure that was it. I'm, I'm sure that was <laughs> it. Your radio, I, you know, radio voice. Because I, I visit regularly a couple of quick trips that are on my yeah. on my track. I sadly don't get out to West Salem a yeah. quick trip as often for their chicken. Well, most chicken, uh, most quick trips have it. Man. Well, I've noticed that, but it's not cooked in all the different. Um, most of them, yes. Do, oh, is yeah, it? Most of them. Because I've, yeah. I've seen, I mean, I can smell your chicken, but yeah. you guys cook it down the street. Yeah, I want like, to try uh, it right West out of the box. has it. Rose Street has it, you know. Oh. Um, so, yeah, a couple of the It's tasty. Yeah. Well, good. That's yeah. good stuff. Your soup. Yeah, my, soon, you know, I, I, I really think your, uh, your uh, mac and cheese soup <laughs> is still my favorite. Yeah, it's good. Uh, cause, because it lends itself. Mac and cheese soup, and you've got another one that's chicken, broccoli, Something else. Uh, yeah, chicken it, and rice. Chicken and rice. Maybe that's what it is. Chicken and rice soup. Mm-hmm. Wow, when you blend those together. Oh, really? Oh, baby. Because okay. <laughs> I, 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 I have a really, <laughs> well, you know, and I, I just do it 
because I like to do that because I have these two soups. Macaroni and cheese soup is delicious, but it's just macaroni and cheese soup. Yeah. wonder what would make this soup better. Well, bacon. bacon. I got some double-smoked yeah. bacon, so I'll fire up some of uh, Bubba's double-smoked bacon. Oh. What else? Well, I got a handful of this chicken left over from well, some. Oh, chicken's going to go in there. I got to I gotta make it healthy, so I got to put some vegetables in oh, there. Man. So, you I know. make cheese sauce healthy. Well, you can't. You can make cheese sauce healthy by adding broccoli. <laughs> you got to add some vegetables to it. Well, and you just described it and right here in this dish. This is oh. uh, cheese, uh, macaroni and cheese with chicken and bacon. Really? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is probably, um, it goes between our chicken fettuccine and this one as our top sellers. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Well, I'm glad I invented it before you guys invented it. Too bad you missed the royalties. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, I don't even mind the royalties. And then uh, probably next month we're going to be rolling out um, a buffalo chicken mac Ooh. and cheese. Yeah, and it's got Oh, a, buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Yeah, now yeah. you're talking. Yeah, the, the chicken that we came up with is absolutely killer. And, of course, we're making it. We're taking yeah. raw chicken. Um, we have a spice marinade that we tumble it in. we got this big, huge vacuum tumbler. Awesome. And um, it tumbles the chicken, it spills out onto the line, it goes through a grill, then it gets uh, grilled lightly on both sides, then it goes up through the oven and comes out of the oven and gets cooled down, and then we're, we're actually uh, chopping it right then and there, that very, you know, couple hours later after it was cooked, mm-hmm. and putting it on top of the macaroni and cheese and sending it off to the stores. You're still able to, uh, uh, to source... All of that stuff, locally, yeah. regionally, yeah. anyway. When you're, yeah, I'm glad I gotta to believe that the chicken farmer, when he sees your car yeah. pulling into the driveway, yeah. honey, honey, we're gonna make it. Next yeah. year is gonna be great. We, See that guy right there? He wants to buy ten thousand yeah. chickens a month. Yeah. This is gonna be awesome. There have been challenges, but uh, yeah, you know, we pull a lot of pro- uh, um, product from pilgrims up in Arcadia. Do you? Awesome. Absolutely. Well, keeping everybody in business, keeping them all employed, and and then turning. Yeah. Uh, chicken into a delicious product that everybody it is and it's fresh i mean you know uh you can't beat well that's a kicker you're absolutely right when it's uh you know it's as good as you can make it at home Mm -hmm. it's just already cooked so you just take it home and heat it up you know since we're we're going through a lot of it we bring it uh on demand so it's you know uh whatever 1500 cases today 1200 tomorrow you know it's coming continually so it's it's pretty good stuff nothing gets better than that yeah so all right, uh, and I know we've been talking about your uh, go-to meals, and it is absolutely my pleasure because I know that there are people who don't visit Quick Trip as often as I do. <laughs> you can tell I've been to Quick Trip recently if my car's been washed. Oh, uh, there you go. And I drive yeah. through the car wash. Hey, yeah. can I have a chicken, a meatloaf, and a car wash thing? Yep. Yes, you can. Okay, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, so a little business. You want to talk yeah. crepes when we come Ew, back? I do. All right, let me take care of this. We'll come back and... Oh, man, crepes. About a million different ways to make them sweet and savory. and I'll have to swallow a little bit because I'm starting to slobber already. Crepes with Jim Bressy from Quick Trip, Cooley Region Cooking. We will be right back. Uh, We're Cooley Region Cooking and remembering, uh, you know, corn dogs and food and just having fun. Music uh, food. Right, music food. If you're not having fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for making sure that I. Uh, oh, he's absolutely right. I figured out. You're absolutely right. If you're not having fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Pure and simple. Well, I just hate to cook. Yeah, well, you're doing it wrong. Buy you got to eat, right? Buy from somebody else then. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Then then go find somebody who like Quick Trip. Go down to Quick Trip and 
snag one of their meals, and then you'll find one you like, and you'll be eating that one all the time, the same one over and over, and then people will start to tease you because you and your 8-year-old have the same taste. <laughs> I know I started to tell you that. I, I, uh, the I spend time with friends, yeah. and, and uh, she, uh, you know, he wants dinner now. Hey, what's for dinner? Uh, whatever, burritos. Are they ready? Yeah, no, they're, they're, you know it's four thirty. Ten minutes they, later, are they ready? Yeah. No, are they? You know, well, because he wants you to just throw it in the microwave and don't even make it hot. Just make it warm. Something to be said for a, uh, we sit down at dinner at yeah, you know. But I know that's hard for a lot of parents. Yeah, well, and uh, schedules are well. I wiki think we both can say that that was probably was the case at our houses. You oh know, sure, it was five thirty. and everybody how. Wherever you were, you were there. Right. Unless you were at soccer practice or right. whatever, you know, there was an Yeah, excuse. when I was growing up, it was absolutely. my Not only at the dinner table, unless you have a great excuse. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, we every night we had dinner at the dinner table. Absolutely. And you ate, and yeah. mom, mom's favorite line, because back then she did the cooking. Dad was on the road a lot. Uh, Does it say short order cook up here? <laughs> no, I don't think so. We're having pork chops and rice, and, and if you don't want pork and chops and rice, that's right. We're having pork chops and rice. That's <laughs> so, it. And if you don't want pork chops and rice, that's fine. Yeah. We stopped with the, you know, starving kids in China. You better eat all your, oh. you know, then you know that I got in trouble with. Well, send it to the kids in China. Oh boy, oh, boy that was bad news. Yeah, I got in big trouble with that. You are so out. mom and dad decided at some point we're not going to argue about it. You don't want it? Fine. Which would you like, peanut butter, or peanut butter? Uh, and my mom would make peanut butter and jelly because she felt bad. We never had my dad, pfft, never. my dad, peanut butter. You're not having this. You can have a peanut butter sandwich because mm-hmm. I'm not sending you to bed with nothing. We but I am certainly not going to be microwaving your anything. There and, were no uh, choices on the menu, basically. Yeah. For us. <laughs> well, good. Good for your parents. Mine, too. Pretty much uh, this is it. This is the way to go. And, when it, you know, I wonder if the kids recognize sometimes when they're young. Do they recognize that their mom or their dad is a world-class chef, a cook of extraordinary skill, and you're having seafood crepes with lobster sauce and (laughs) homemade everything? Do you recognize the difference between that and fish sticks? (laughs) Because when you're eight, you just want fish sticks out of the microwave right now. Now, there was an exception, I I would say. That's when my parents would have liver and onions. You know, liver and onions. Yeah. Ah, okay. They'd make maybe something for us, something different. But, yeah. yeah. Well, but you know, if they keep hammering that, that's how I learned to love spinach. Ugh. My dad would, I, and I do, I love spinach. Mm-hmm. way my dad loved it best, in a separate little bowl with a little vinegar on top. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dad, this mm-hmm. is green stuff with vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it good? Well, they eat collard greens down south. With Absolutely. Them, you know, you and a strong a little vinegar. Taste for and it. Uh, a pepper vinegar. That's really cool. They take and put jalapenos and pepper, you know, yeah. heat up the vinegar. Pretty to nice. hide the vinegar flavor. <laughs> I, I love some, collard greens. You want some peppers yeah. and collard greens in your bowl of vinegar? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, please. I do see them at festival every now and then. You get them. Collard greens? Yeah, cook them down with a ham hock mm-hmm. and an onion or two and. Yeah, to serve them up with a little bit of uh, vinegar and some garlic. Oh, yeah, now you're talking. Yeah, but you're, yeah, now add, okay. add, add, add. <laughs> well, I did That's learn awesome. that from a soul food chef. You did? Oh, see? Garlic I, part. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I just <laughs> learn it because I open the refrigerator and say, uh-oh, yeah. I got to use that, 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 and that. What am I going to make? Yeah. I don't know. So 
refrigerator door cooking is something that I do a lot. Oh yeah, at my house because I'm not throwing. I'm hard pressed to throw anything away. Well, you know that's what's so wonderful about what I was talking about is crepes because it's all those things that you have in your fridge that can go in them. Yeah, you know. So and you said yeah. you don't need a crepe maker to make a good no, crepe. No, uh, wow. You just need Let's a, talk about a, a frying pan, and it doesn't have to be a, a Teflon pan. As a matter of fact, the one that I like to use most is a stainless steel pan. Ah. Which, you know, normally are people like, ah, Super sticky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, people are afraid of Make it, me a crepe in a stainless steel pan. Yeah, mine, and they come out wonderful. Um, the two things that uh, you have to always be conscious of, though, is is the, the same amount of heat all the time. Oh, okay. They have to be on, it's just below medium high, so they're, they're kind of hot. Good hot. Um, because you're frying an egg batter, so you need to kind of move things around. And then to use clarified butter. Not, oh, ju- not, not butter, butter from melted the in the pan. you got to clarify it first, get it away from the liquid, and then just use, you know, the, the clarified okay. part. So, all right, all right. Um, but, yeah, there's a real simple recipe for crepes that is uh, sort of foolproof, and it makes about three cups. And you start with one cup of flour. Okay. And one teaspoon of salt. Pretty easy. Got it, okay. yeah. Then you've got one and a quarter cups of cold uh, milk, and you want to make sure that it's like whole milk. would be good. Okay. And two ounces of whole, butter. Did you say whole or whole, old? Whole. Yeah. Whole. Whole With milk. a W. Okay. <laughs> uh, it just gives the richness. Sure, sure. And then uh, two ounces of melted butter. So, And okay. melted is fine. doesn't have to be clarified. Oh, really? So, it doesn't have to be clarified? No, for that part. Oh. For that part. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. So, um, and then you do need another whole stick of butter on other side for frying got it that you're going to clarify so uh, but at any rate uh you you just put the flour and salt together mix it with your fingers a little bit or sure it make a well put crack the eggs and the milk uh right in the well and whisk it all up and it'll come yep. right together as this beautiful you know uh, batter and then after it then you kind of let it sit out and you want to this goes against a lot of you know people's grain but you're going to sure. cook it within 45 minutes or oh two. yeah yeah so you leave it sit out at room temperature like 45 minutes or so. And okay. that way the, the milk will have the chill taken off it. And that's when you pour in the melted butter. If you pour oh, it in okay. when the milk is cold in there, it's just going to, you know, make little gobules. That be not melt. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this way, and if you're whisking it vigorously, you'll get it dispersed just fine. So then, yeah, you just start with, uh, I like to use an 8 or 10-inch round diameter uh, frying pan. Get it on medium-high heat. And then just add a little, you know, half a teaspoon or a quarter teaspoon of the clarified butter and make sure you go all the way around. Sure. Coat the, the whole pan. Yeah. And then you use a two-ounce scoop or whatever. And uh, when it's hot, you pour right in the middle. And just like you were making an egg, you know, something, you swirl it around and okay. around until it reaches the edges. And by the time it reaches the edges, it's pretty Are you swirling it with your spoon or moving just, the pan? Just moving the pan. Okay. You know, tipping it up on its side and rolling Got it. it around. Got it. Just to coat it, you know, evenly. And then with a rubber spatula, you just loosen it up a little bit, uh, give it a flip if you're comfortable, and just let the other side set. But the other side, the side that's facing you right now, is pretty much set. Okay. So you can just tip it out of the pan and go about your business and make you know another sure. 12 on top of that. It'll be light yeah. brown on the bottom and yeah. uh, not light brown on top, and so, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so you've got that. Awesome. So those are the basis for all crepes. And then if you wanted to, you can... Um, Add sugar to, you know, I would, uh, sure. if I was going to make um, sweet uh, crepes or blintzes, um, I would add um, probably just a tablespoon of granulated sugar. 
just so sprinkle it, it on yeah while just, it's just cooking or afterwards? in with the in with the flour and the salt oh way back. and you still want okay. the salt okay so. um but at any rate uh yeah just if you wanted to do those and then you can use those for all sorts of different kinds of savory yeah. or sweet uh sure oh yeah um what i made here today for you guys though is uh the seafood cannelloni and traditionally uh cannellonis are made with crepes a lot yeah. of people don't know that but um I knew that. I didn't. I guess I knew that, but only because I'm drawing from an experience recently going to one of my favorite uh, Italian uh, delis, and they have cannelloni stuffed with what do you want? Stuffed with meatballs, stuffed with yeah, lobster, and, stuffed yeah. with chocolate, stuffed yeah. with ganache. And they uh, you make know, with crepes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all kinds of different. And my mom, uh, she always made her cannellonis with crepes, but she also made her manicotti with crepes. Really? Yep. Yeah, she always swore by it. And um, wow, your mom. Uh, yeah, she was she was something else. Awesome. Um, but uh, at any rate, um, you just you have these, so you make your fillings. The thing about it is, you want to make your fillings and cool them because you have to be able to put them in and stuff them. Okay. But um, not the case if you wanted to make a ham and cheese. You could just lay slices of ham and cheese on top. I mean, sure. But if you wanted to make this seafood cannelloni like this. Uh, this starts by taking onions and uh, mushrooms and sautéing them lightly in a little bit of butter, um, adding a little flour and then maybe a little bit of milk just to make like a, a binder, maybe sure. a little bit of cheese. And then you fold in the poached or cooked seafoods on the side. So it's essentially a ready-to-eat type of item. Got it, and then got you, you roll it up, you butter a, a casserole dish or, or put it in with you know some sauce, and then you bake them. And so that's what you're you got yeah. right there is those seafood wow. cannellonis. Luckily, uh, we don't yeah. have an oven here, so I don't have to worry about sharing because <laughs> yeah. they're not ready to eat. But yet. Uh, yeah, but then you could go on like uh, we've seen up at our friends there in the cities uh, where they put uh, spinach and mushroom. Oh yeah, uh, ricotta. I mean, you can put scrambled eggs in there too. You know, it's whatever sure. you can have egg on egg. And then uh, in uh, traditional Jewish uh, cuisine, there's splinters and. Uh, Blintzes are wonderful. They're just a little bit heavier on the egg. So whereas I gave you like, you know, three eggs in there, mm -hmm. it's probably like five eggs. So oh. it's a little bit more eggy. Okay. And then the filling is usually cream cheese or um, cottage cheese that's sweetened with uh, ginger and a little bit of nutmeg. And uh, I mean, it's not sweetened, but seasoned sure. with a little bit of ginger and nutmeg. And sometimes they might add some sugar. But it's generally then... Uh, they're just very lightly warmed up and served with some sort of fruit compote over the top. Oh, it's a wonderful, horrible. wonderful brunch yeah. recipe. Yeah, so. Killing me. i got to take yeah. a break or I'm going to start drooling. <laughs> Never mind slobbering. That's already been the issue. Drooling is something completely different. Cooley Region Cooks. Jim Bressy's our guest in the kitchen. Got a question of your own? You're welcome to call us. In the meantime, got to take a break, check in with the guys in the newsroom, and we'll be right back on Cooley Region Cooks. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday, 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. It's interesting, and I didn't have time to mention it before, but when, when I'm paying attention to how I am cooking something for you, for instance, and you need to have clarified butter, needs to be room temperature last week or two weeks ago, uh, Jen Barney, who is a, a, a baker... A world-class baker, yeah. She's, pardon me? She's good. Oh, she's fabulous. So she was in, and I was talking about cookies, because I don't bake 
very much because there's a lot of science involved. And I have a really hard time cooking with my hands in my pocket. Measure out a quarter of a teaspoon and that's it, you know. I have to try and remember where are my measuring spoons. Anyway, she said room temperature butter. And I said, so if I put it in the microwave to warm, you know, to get it soft, if it's just soft, that's room temperature. What if there's a little pool of butter? You know, most of it's soft, but there's also a little bit of liquidy butter. She said, you can't use that. Really? Why? It's butter. Yeah, but if it's liquid, that's why your cookies look like pancakes. Oh, yeah. Well, I learned yeah, that from her. Yeah, so in some awesome. cases, it's how the ingredients are presented well, yeah. to the dish. When you're making cookies, you got to cream you know, sugar and butter together. Uh, doing it at room temperature gets you a head start, uh, but doing it with cold butter and a powerful machine is better. Right. You know, you're, oh, absolutely. You're, you know, you're actually maintaining the integrity of the dough. You build up the gluten within the dough slower. You know, that kind of thing. So it's it's a little bit different. One of these days, I'm going to have you and Jen and a couple of other, Chris Roderick and a few people all in at the same time oh, so fun. that you guys can have a conversation and the rest of us can just sit around wondering, what are they talking about? <laughs> it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know, unless you're a foodie, yeah. and unless you're fat and enjoy eating stuff yeah. you've never heard of before. Yeah, I love talking uh, with Chris, too. It's, it's yeah. Uh, I just love what he's got going on at Unavente. I mean, we're doing that probably once a month. Are you? Yeah, we love that. That's pizza. awesome. Dinner. Uh, well, and pizza's awesome. Got to have real basic pizza for at least the some people in my group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of us are having a pizza that I don't even know what that is. What is that? I don't know. You don't want to try it. It's I, got yeah. onions and mushrooms. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. And I've, I've lied before. You, you probably don't want to try this. I used to do that with my kids when they were little all the time. What are we having for dinner, spaghetti? Dad. What'd you put in the sauce? Uh, it's spaghetti sauce, tomatoes, and, you know, what else is in there? Because <laughs> I got caught one day purifying spinach and, you know, whatever, uh, some green stuff that's going to go. Because you're going to eat healthy, darn it. No, you're not. That's it. Not I'm not it. eating that, Dad. I don't like I'm spinach. Yeah, you, you can't just hide that stuff in the sauce. Uh-uh. And I get the same thing, you know. If, uh, if mush, come on, why are you picking mushrooms off the pizza? I don't like mushrooms. Oh, heck, you can't hardly even taste them. Well, then why put them on in the first place? <laughs> hey, my uh, ace mushroom hunter, I saw him this morning. Oh, your morel guy? Yeah, he is on. He's there now. He went uh, at 830 this morning. He got done with a meeting. Yeah. And he was heading home, and he had five trees he was going to check. And um, He doesn't think it's too early. His really? Dad, his dad already found six pounds, so oh. they're popping. Um, so awesome. I don't know. Um I usually get, you know, at least a, a pound or two off of my land just because I don't have any real concentrations of them. Um, they're kind of more sporadic. Well, and isn't forest. it is it an elm tree, downed yeah. elm trees yeah. in the forest? That's yeah. where they grow. Yeah, dead dead and decaying. Uh, right, but it's trees, an elm but, tree, not any dead tree. Well, that's the thing. Is that, I found or is it next to my stone fence. You really? Know, and I found them <laughs> uh, alone in... A, a grassy area, you know. Huh. So I don't really know. I mean, they're spores, so they, sure. they move They blow around, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I thought they fed off whatever they, the decaying elm tree trunk yeah. was feeding them. Yeah, I, that, that is for sure, but I don't know that um, uh, that they necessarily have to have that. Ah, okay. Um, but at any rate, um, hoping, hoping to hear something later today. Yeah, yeah that's, a little more that's awesome. Dinner. Well, if he says, hey, do you want 10 pounds? And you're thinking, ah, man, I can't cook 10 pounds. Yeah. But I know a guy who would love a handful of no, them. I, I take and do cook them all. 
Oh. Because you, once you cook them, then you can freeze them. Really? Yep. A frozen mushroom? I have never. Yeah. You have to cook it. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. tried that. Yeah. Just saw. I mean, I've like never thought were, it would be anything other than take just them all the way to the stage soup. where you'd eat them. You yeah. Know, where you're ready to put them on a plate and then just put them in plastic bags and freeze them. Really? Yeah. They're they're wonderful. Awesome. Then what do you when you thaw out that cooked? Um, you can mix it and put it in some crepes. You can mix it in with uh, really? cream okay. sauce, make a mushroom cream sauce. Still delicious flavor, just Put mushy. it in with demi-glace and make a you know a red wine mushroom demi-glace. Awesome. You know? So, yeah, I mean, you can do a bunch of different things with it, um, particularly good for, like, insides of omelets and stuff like that. Too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned, because I thought it was tofu, when you're, when uh, Karen posted a picture on, on uh, Facebook, the other I had day, to, I had yesterday, the day before. Said, where were we? Yeah, well, and I, I tried to recognize. <laughs> yeah. I thought it must be a friend's house or something because uh, I can tell that somebody else took the picture. I couldn't recognize it, so I stopped yeah. trying. But then I started to refocus on Jim has a stick, uh-huh. and on the end of that stick is a white square, uh-huh. and uh, that's generally how you eat tofu. And if he brings <laughs> a new delicacy uh, well, in you, to share, that's see was tofu. was the fondue pot right below. No, no, I didn't the, see, and I wasn't paying any attention. Orange, I, well, and it wasn't pot. dripping, or you know, if if I saw the white cube dripping, of that, but uh, fond, yeah. so it wasn't fondue, and I mean, it wasn't a uh, uh, tofu because nope. I will try it. Anybody that says, "Hey, I got you know, a new recipe for you, tofu," I'll give it a try. You know, saying, saying that earlier, and I mentioned pad thai. There's another really wonderful dish called mapo bean curd. M A P A O mapo, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's delicious i mean it, yeah you know tofu pretty bland on its own as we all yeah know. yeah so, um you it will take on whatever flavors you want to get kind of like a mushroom <laughs> yeah kind of. um but anyway uh, mapo is usually with ground pork and szechuan peppercorns and, yeah. and a little bit of heat and, yeah, yeah um peas and carrots and and that kind of thing in a really nice garlicky sauce oh man and some people and i'm one of them like to dice it and then deep fry it first oh so that then it has this texture like you're eating something you know uh substantial and there's a little crunchiness going on um it's more like a softened um you know crunch oh okay it it never gets crunchy crunchy unless you you weren't paying attention okay (laughs) Um, (laughs) unless you uh, wreck it yeah um but anyway mapo bean curd it's oh i'll try that well and anytime i'm at a restaurant i as often as not will never buy order anything that I've had before uh, or anything that I could cook at home, yeah. you know, unless I'm at a steakhouse that's world famous for their steaks, right. that's different. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I am here at the Korean restaurant. I am not getting a burger, <laughs> getting some yeah. Korean thing I never heard of before. Oh, man, I wish we had a Korean. I, I know uh, one of the places here in town does it Friday nights, but we need a Korean barbecue. Uh, somebody yeah, opened right one of those up. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fondue, that's what, and as soon as yeah. you said, no, no, it's fondue. Do you, uh, when you were out of town, when that picture was taken, uh, out do you find, out of, oh, out of the country? Oh, that's right. Where are you, Switzerland? I was in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Uh, do you fondue? And I say that because I went to the melting pot with oh, yeah. some friends a fun. month or so ago. That oh, was a blast. Cities? Up in the cities? No, no. This one was in Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe it was Madison. I wasn't driving. Milwaukee, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, but I, then the, everybody I said that to, oh, they have one in the cities, too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been fun. to that one. Uh, that was really a blast. They are. And, you know, just there's so many different ways to do fondue. 
Um, there's the standard cheese, you know, fondue. Sure. There's the uh, fondue chinois, which is the Chinese, where you actually um, take and poach chicken or shrimp in a boiling broth. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the meal, you uh, that broth has been enriched by all that all cooking stuff you and cook. such. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you put noodles in it, and then it becomes a soup that you distribute oh. around. Or similar, it's called a hot pot in Chinese cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the one that's uh, really uh, popular, especially in France, is called bourguignon. And uh, so that's where you fry uh, little pieces of meat or chicken or sausages in hot oil. Okay. And then there's all those little dipping sauces and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so... That's a lot of fun, but it's a little precarious, right? You got hot oil. You got on, boiling, yeah. not just hot oil. Yeah, it's bubbling on your table. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Bourguignon, it's called, just like bourguignon, you know, like beef bourguignon? Like bourguignon. Yeah, and I, I had a hard time getting my head around that, but I guess it just was huh. where kind of came from. Um, but anyway, um, that's wonderful. And then the last one uh, is kind of the craziest one in, in my mind, and that's the one with chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. there was, I don't know, there so was the 10 dessert, of us. So we yeah, had, uh, we did, uh, we did three different pots of uh, broth, although no oh, one, did. no one mentioned, and I will remember this the next time, nobody mentioned, what are you going to do with the broth or noodles or, you know, oh. the, we're done with all the protein. Now, yeah. now let's do something else with that. Nobody said anything about that. I will the next time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah get some noodles. I'm surprised, like, the wait staff didn't. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if only two of the ten of us said, "Yeah, I'll eat some of that," yeah. and everybody else said, eh, "What? Yeah, not so much. No, no, not so much." But a cheese, you know, cheese one was delish, and yeah. and I was able to convince everybody else that the dark chocolate fondue pot would be way tastier mm-hmm. than the milk chocolate fondue pot, and I was right. Either way, everybody. Well, yeah, everybody said, "Man, this is yeah. this is delicious, Mike. I can't believe you like cherries." This. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Little, yeah, little pieces of uh, brownie and oh. all kinds of That's stuff. That's not fun. It was, yeah. it was a blast. It was we a have blast. a fondue pot. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Probably once or twice a year comes out. <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, but you need more than one, though, don't you? You need at least two. Yeah. At least it's not the 70s colored orange one like my parents had. Oh, I have one of those. <laughs> I got an orange one with uh, the little sticks that yeah. have, you know, there's three orange sticks. Uh, forks blue. and three blue forks yeah. and three yellow forks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah and yeah. and the pot is orange and it looks uh, it's kind of uh, hasn't sh- changed. It has it's, it's shaped like the Jetsons, you know, yeah. something right out of their yeah, kitchen. It's awesome. Still have one of those. Yeah. God, that's so funny. I had a I used to have a crepe maker. Yeah, I I I, I used it them. to death. So, so I a, felt good about a that. In town, uh, who's got like a tent or a yeah, uh, I don't know if he's at Cameron anymore. Um, he started showing up in Alaska up, up by the French Tastic Bakery. Oh, and he's making crepes, and he's got one of those great big ones. Um, you know, a big like, crepe maker. Yeah, it's like oh. a big flat, uh, twelve oh. or sixteen oh. diameter. Deal. Had, yeah, you know yeah. what? I think I've had his crepes yeah. at Artspire. Yeah, I would imagine two or three years yeah, ago. He's, yeah, he's a local. He's yeah, a, yeah, a true Frenchman. And um, he, I was up there at the bakery. They reopened last week. Much. Much regale, um, but uh, awesome. Uh, he was outside making crepes, and he had an equally long line. And he was making chocolate crepes, banana crepes, ham and cheese, prosciutto and mozzarella. Uh, awesome. He's having a good time. Yeah, yeah I'll bet he was out. having a blast because yeah, yeah. he gets to make all those different kind of crepes. Yeah, for a long it's line not, of people. Yeah, one at yeah. a time. 
who are all willing to pay a couple of bucks because, wow, do they taste good. Yeah. Cooley Region Cooks, I'm Mike Hayes. Jim Bressy from Quick Trip is our guest in the kitchen. We've got a little business to take care of, and we'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks. Thursdays, 10 to 11, Jim Bressy, my guest in the kitchen. You find him. Well, you don't find him. You just taste his expertise yeah. and that of his team uh, at Quick Trip. I work in That's, a little uh, small test facility within a very big facility. So well, do you have a window or something <laughs> so you can at least look out at all of your creations being I would hate to think that the food guy wears a tie and spends all of his days in an office typing. That's not you, is it? No. We're in a test kitchen every day. Are you? Mm-hmm. So you get to taste stuff? Yeah, we do. Okay. You don't put that same spoon back in a bowl, do you? Uh, my own bowl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got yelled at once. Hey, you know, you just tasted yeah, that. No uh, double dipping, Mike. You can't be double, yeah. <laughs> you can't be double dipping, Hayes. We do a lot of evaluating amongst ourselves. Do you? you well, know, that's fair. It goes anywhere, you know, and um, all of the other developers have projects too, right? You sure. Know, so, Well, um, and do you have teams working on... There's different. I, you have a you have a dessert items. team and an appetizer yep. team and a main course, yeah. or do you divide it up even more than that? The beef team, the chicken team. Uh, no. Well, Not, I, uh, sometimes it's it's uh, ever developing, but um, yeah, I mean, there's one or two people that handle just the bakery items. Sure, um, and that makes total they, sense. You know, and then we do have a, a young gal who specializes. She's a meat scientist, so she does help with the, the meats and stuff. You have scientists on your yeah. cooking staff? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's so, yeah. awesome. Yeah, we all learn from each other. Um, oh, that's awesome. And um, you know, I handle like the actual developing of the dinners and stuff like that. But she might develop like the chicken, and our other coworker might help um, find you know the sauce that came to it. So it sure. all kind of comes together in the dish, you know. Well, and then you guys get together, and and this person has yeah. the best way to cook chicken uh, because you're not just cooking a couple of chicken breasts for a family of five yeah. you're cooking a thousand five um, th- i know you make 500 yeah. gallons at a time of soup how oh, many chickens well, yeah. um, how many chickens do you cook at a time well 1500 pounds of chicken oh. breast oh 1500 pounds so and there's four to uh there's four to a pound yeah so that's a lot uh, of chicken breasts yeah, six thousand chicken breasts in as one batch wow you know and that um generally we make about twelve thousand chicken meals a day of wow. at least just one of the chickens, so that's you know quite a considerable amount of chicken. Twelve thousand meals out of one chicken, man! You guys grow the big ones <laughs> of one chicken skew. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and chicken recipe. Just thought, yeah. Man, you got the big chickens. I tell you, that's, that's <laughs> the awesome. ones with six wings. That's, yeah. Well, and how? Let me ask you this. Maybe you can give me an insider. You buy chicken wings. This restaurant has chicken wings, and they're twenty-five cents a piece because they're on yeah. sale on Thursdays. This this guy's got chicken wings and we used to laugh about them they must be radioactive or something because yeah. these are huge yeah. How, is that a it's gigantic just, chicken or yeah. you know what's the deal that's exactly it yeah um yeah. they raise chickens in, in multiple uh sizes you know. yeah but in then i want to i don't want to feel badly about i'm eating these chicken wings they're delicious they're huge these are the chickens that spent their entire life Locked in a little cage, being jammed with food uh, yeah. until they're huge and fat. Yeah. And is that how you do it? Um, unfortunately, I mean, I know some like, of them do. You yeah. know, you just don't. <sighs> you got to kind of get away from those guys. You know, I yeah, mean, if it, I don't want That's important. And so, animal welfare. I mean, we're we're the shepherds of this. Well, and I know it sounds you know, weird, but I, you know, I want happy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know, chickens, chickens, uh, yeah. God invented chickens to right. feed. God, to feed. Yes, God made us. And I want, the, uh, I want the, those chickens to be happy. We're supposed and to And then I want to be happy mm-hmm. because of the chickens. You know, that's... Uh, yeah, it's the same thing with uh, any of the processors. So they're out there. You just have to make your relationships with those guys. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, how things are harvested and, and how animal sure. welfare is, is gigantic. Yeah. Well, and you end up... I saw... I watched a video on YouTube a while ago, and I think it was... Uh, maybe it was... Japanese uh, 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 beef. They were Wagyu. talking about Kobe beef yeah. and so forth. And Wagyu. Yeah, yeah. And and the difference in the way you treat it, the way you feed it, the way it, the it being the cow, mm-hmm. spends its day. Yeah. And then when it's time to carve up that cow and eat it, here's the cow that had a miserable life, and here's a cow that was super happy, and he's all marbled. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I had no idea and, that the way you treat yeah. that cow and while it's $1,000 a kilo? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's about eight hundred bucks a bite. Yeah, Whew, man, yeah. man. It's that's crazy that wagyu. I had market. no idea. And the boys down here uh, up the street at the market, um, they're doing a good job with with beef. Um, the guys at uh, Shubies. At Shubies. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they do a wonderful job. Um, I generally go in and, and get some, and um, I, I don't um, necessarily I'm not a biggest fan of, of dry age, but they do their dry aging very very well yeah so i rather i like a wet steak personally but a wet steak as opposed to a dry yep. steak yep well someday when we have more than 25 seconds <laughs> i'll ask you about that yeah because i thought all steak well you know dry aging is one thing but That's what I mean. when they bring the steak out on my on my plate it's wet so yeah, well it's um, more no no we don't have time for it now so i'll ask you about that at some point. You're going to get into it, and then I'll be in trouble and be late. Oops. Can I get you to come back? Yeah, I know. I get sure. in trouble. Will you come back some Thursday? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'll Thanks, folks. Enjoy we'll it. do it again. Make some crepes. It's 11 o'clock. W-I-Z-M lacrosse.